0: Welcome to the December 17th weekend edition of After the Press here on ClintonHero.com. I'm Zach James, alongside with John Grimmels Let's take a look at the prep scoreboard from Friday night, starting with Boyd's Basketball. North Scott topped Clinton 52-40. Comanche over Northeast 75-62. Cambridge Sinkson, a Comanche freshman, 22 points on Friday night. Central DeWitt over McCooker 84-71. Easton Valley over Midland 51, the 40 Logan Miller and Dustin Lippins each scored 17 points for the Riverhawks and Morrison over Riverdale 70-57. For a report on the Route 84 Holiday Tournament, here's John.
1: They wrapped up pool play tonight in both Mount Carroll and Fulton. Uh, Fulton with a dramatic 70-66 overtime win against Ashton Franklin Center. They move into tonight's uh, championship game. Cole McCleary drained a three-pointer at the buzzer to force overtime. Then he scored the go-ahead bucket and five other, or three other points in the overtime, finished with 20. Uh, Tyler Bruggenworth also with 20. For Fulton, they'll play in tonight's, uh, weather permitting, they'll play in, in Saturday night's 5 p.m. championship game against East Dubuque. East Dubuque stayed undefeated with a uh, 47-23 win against Warren. Uh, in the other game at Fulton, Unity Christian was outscored 16 to 6 in the fourth quarter by Stockton and lost 50 to 42. But in that game, uh, Eric Miedenblick scored 19 points. His first basket of the night at 7:04 of the first quarter gave him a thousand career points. So a nice, uh, nice effort for him. Uh, and then uh, West Carroll won its game tonight, 49 to 30. Jacob Dunk scored 17. Uh, the Saturday schedule: at uh, these games are all up in Mount Carroll, at 11 o'clock. Warren and Scales Mound play at 12.30 Galena and Unity Christian. At 2 Erie and Stockton. At 3.30 West Carroll and Ashton Franklin Center. And then at 5 o'clock in the championship game, East Dubuque and Fulton.
0: From a wrestling standpoint, coming back to the scoreboard, e- Erie Province Sound topped Rock Island Alloman 62 18. In Grooves basketball, North Scott also topped Cl- Cl- Clinton River Queens as North Scott won 48 27. They started out on a 12 0 run there. Marquette Catholic over Prince of Peace 76 11. Central DeWitt over McCulkin at 41 26. Comanche over Northeast 44 39. Comanche started out that game on a 7 0 run. Bellevue over North Cedar 55 23. Easton Valley got Midland 58-37, to 37 and then in, in Groves bowling, DeWitt defeated Bellevue 2282-2081. to 2081. John, as we bring you in here a very eventful Friday night, uh, we had some milestones of freshmen uh, go off in a big rivalry game, and when you look at everything that uh, happened on Friday night, what stands out to you?
1: Well, let's talk about that Comanche-Northeast uh, game. First of all, uh, you were out there. Uh, I don't really know if, if you can call it an upset when Comanche wins on its home court, even though Northeast was ranked number three. Comanche was number nine in the state last week, had a loss to the other team that it was tied with for number nine. You know, they came into the game with just one loss. They've been awfully impressive this year, and it sounds like it was a pretty good game.
0: It was a very eventful game. Comanche had a big run in the fourth quarter. I don't remember what how big of a run it was in the fourth quarter off the top of my head, but Comanche pulled away in the fourth, fourth quarter. But it was a Comanche Northeast for all rivalry. We had a lot of patching going on in that game. And in the Groves game, too, it was a very competitive game, a much more calmer game. But Northeast tried to make a big comeback there. But uh, Comanche uh, came out on top. The Comanche girls' winning doesn't surprise me, but the Comanche boys, I guess it doesn't surprise me as much, but a 13-point win. It was a 17-point margin with a minute to go. Northeast got a couple late buckets off the bench, but uh, a big 13-point win off Comanche. I think they can build off of this one.
1: And then uh, you know another team that's starting to build is uh, Fulton. You know, a really nice win for them tonight in overtime. That was a back-and-forth game. Each team had the lead. Uh, Fulton lost the lead a couple of times. Uh, But then when they really needed some baskets, Cole McCleary came through with a big night. And, you know, Clinton again tonight... you know they fell behind and they came back. They just had a nine-zero run. Jaden Mixon with a couple of three-point plays that gave them the lead. And then uh, North Scott answered the way you know a, a tough team does, and they got on a little run of their own. But you know another game where where Clinton's been right in it. and They've had some some good rallies. They just have uh, had one little uh, bad spurt in the game that the other team's taken advantage of. Otherwise, you know who knows what their record would be. They're what two and three right now, and their three losses they've been in all three of them.
0: First back loss uh, on Friday night for the River Kings. For the River Queens, they fell behind, and it just wasn't a good start for the River Queens, and hopefully they can get their three-point shooting back on track. One of the things we do uh, each day in the Herald is Sports Topper, and uh, if you look at Saturday's edition, you won't see a Hy-Vee Classic game of between Iowa and Northern Iowa. And the reason for that is it's not on... TV. I mean, it's on online if you have like an Apple TV or something like that. It is on ESPN3. The, I would say Drake Games on MC22. And if you subscribe to Cyclones.tv, you can watch it online there. But it's not on like the big time ESPN or ESPN2 or any other network like that. And
1: it's hard to believe, too. And I, I mean, I don't know all the contractual things that colleges have to go through, but that some network made-up network in the state hasn't even picked up that one to put two games on i mean it's 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 just a shame that tomorrow especially you know with with the weather not sounding real good that i bet you a lot of people would like to sit at home and watch that uni iowa game was probably the better of the two games you know in a a pretty intriguing matchup uh, and and they're not going to be able to see it
0: i mean last year the Iowa State you and I game. Now, granted, those two teams were much better than they, what they were last year. I get that. That game was on ESPNU. I think the Iowa Drake game was on the back burner on MC22, but at least ESPNU came to televise that game.
1: Yeah, it's like I said, it's just a shame that, that a game like that doesn't get picked up somewhere, and that, uh, you know, even though it's a busy sports Saturday and there's plenty to see on TV. Uh, it's it's a shame that uh, you know it's not one that won't be seen. One game we will get to see on Sunday: Bears-Packers. Uh, if you're a Bears fan, you know it hasn't been a great season, but you know they could probably take a lot of satisfaction out of beating Green Bay. Green Bay's Mike basically yeah. and Green Bay's basically got to win out to uh, if they have, want to have a chance of winning that uh, North Division championship. Uh, so you know it's a it's an intriguing game and it's going to be a nasty, cold day in Chicago. So just kind of what you'd expect when the, when the Packers and Bears play each other.
0: That game can be seen Sunday at noon on KLJB, and you can listen to it as well on ESPN 93.5 as well. Since this is the last time you and I will be in this office together in 2016, let's just share our biggest highlight of the 2016 calendar year. You go first.
1: Well, there were a lot of big happenings, you know, and a lot of, you know, successes on the, on the high school scene but i guess i'd have to go with uh... clinton lumber kings making it to the championship series of the uh... midwest league a really good year a, much, a huge turnaround for them uh... in the whole seattle uh, minor league system and, uh, you know, then they re-upped with uh, Seattle, so we'll have Mariners teams here for a few more years, and, and things are looking a, a, a lot brighter now in the Mariners farm system.
0: And hopefully Mitch Canham can either come back here to Clinton or start the or manage next year in Modesto. My highlight is that, too, but I'll mix it up, and I'll choose Ashford closing, uh, just seeing those programs. Clothes was kind of a somber thing, but... It kind of rallied some people together. Ashford softball had a heck of a year, uh, going to the national tournament and uh, winning their conference tournament. Ashford women's basketball ended their program on a win as well at home at Keel Arena. The men's program closed a little bit early, unfortunately, and uh, Ashford closing was just uh, a, it was a highlight. I don't know if I'd like to call it a highlight, but it was a big bullet point to the year of 2016. Hopefully you can keep in touch with us here at Clintonherald.com. You can follow us on Twitter at cherald underscore sports or email us at sports at clintonherald.com John, enjoy the week off, and uh, we'll talk to you in 2017.
1: Yep, see you next year.
0: That'll do it. I'll be back with you next week for some solo uh, podcasts here on ClintonHero.com. But for the final time in 2016, for Zach James and John Grimmel, have a good weekend.